You're listening to Higher Ed Social, part of the Connect EDU network. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hi. I'm kind of sad because typically in that last year, we record this typically in a in a bar or something like that with everybody holding their iPhones um, because, you know, we're at Hyatt Web. But, you know, we're not at Hyatt Web. So, but you guys went to Hyatt Web and we have three wonderful guests and I'll just let them introduce themselves. Um, one or two you've heard on the podcast before and one I don't think has been on the show yet. So I'll let you guys go. I thought all of us have been on the show. I don't think Elena's been on the show yet. No, I'm um I'm sneaking in. Hello. Hi. All right. Hi, I'm a stowaway. You go first. <laughs> I go first. Yeah. Hi, I'm Elena Wines. Um formerly of Higher Web. Nope, formerly of Higher Ed. You sure you want me on the show? It's yeah. great. <laughs> You're doing great. Keep it up. This is good. Um yeah, so what do you want to know? I worked in Higher Ed for about 11 years. Um, at the University of Michigan Flint. I think you may have heard my name on your show before when you talked with Brian Proffer. Yes. Yes, yes um, many times. Ooh, Maybe that's why life. I thought you were on the show. Your spirit was on the show. Always. I like to think my spirit goes everywhere Brian goes, but he goes a lot of cool places, <laughs> but I don't know that I'm invited. Um, <laughs> now I work for the Flint and Gen- Tennessee Chamber of Commerce in Flint, Michigan, where I am the director of the Convention and Visitors Bureau and marketing. So we... Do sales and marketing for tourism, but we also support economic development, the Chamber of Commerce, and some education programs with marketing, too. And that is a whole other episode in and of itself, because we all know that Flint, Michigan is Flint, Michigan, and there's so much interesting (laughs) stuff to talk about there. Accurate. Um, I know it's not higher ed, (laughs) but we will get to that one day. I'll be around. (laughs) Next. And... I'm John Stephen Stansel. I'm the social media or digital media specialist at the University of Central Arkansas, uh, formerly at the Texas Department of Transportation and Texas State University. And I'm Jackie. I used to host this show. I work at UNC's Keenan Flagler School of Business. As of we are recording this on October 20th, and my job starts the 21st. So technically, I'm unemployed for like the next maybe 10 hours. And then I'll have a job again. But by the time you guys listen to the show, which will be on the whatever the next Thursday is, um, yeah, Jackie will actually have a job. And she'll have been in that job for, you know, a week. Well, or three days. We're like traveling through time. It's really trippy. Isn't it crazy? Well, I'm excited to be back, and I'm excited to have everyone on the show, because these are great folks that are here. This is yeah. nice. And, you know, if you haven't if you haven't guessed, this is our High Ed Web, you know, uh, recap episode. Um, High Ed Web, of course, is a very important um, association to all of us. Um, it's how, well, it's where Higher Ed Social was born, Um and the friendships that I've made through Higher Ed Social, of course, have brought Jackie uh, and me together to to make this podcast back. I don't even know what year it started, but it was a few years ago. And, uh, you know, it's brought folks like John Steven on the show and, and now Elena. So, 
you know, it's it's a great it's a great resource. You can find out more at um, highedweb.org. Um, it's a great resource. And if you're a which higher I ed always get wrong, huh? I always type I always type that in wrong in my browser. So if you do yeah. it, I don't want you to feel bad because I always type it in wrong. It's not heweb.org because no. everybody's used to typing that in because of the hashtag. It's highedweb.org, no spaces. And yeah, um, membership is free. On, find on Twitter as well at, at um, yeah, at highedweb and you'll get me because yeah, I've been I was running the say, account for quite a while. We should talk about that. I feel like that's a good segue because John yeah. Steven... I was going to say single-handedly, but I know it was multi-handedly, but also coordinated a lot of really cool people taking over the account throughout the whole conference. And I would love a behind-the-scenes look at the Twitter account. Well, I guess and Facebook, right? Yes, and and Instagram and LinkedIn and the whole shebang. But oh, um, yeah, it was a it was a blast. Um, so I was a social media manager leading up to the conference, so all the promotional uh, post and all the excitement posts, uh, leading up to, and then live coverage throughout the conference, which I did have a lot of help. Some, um, really great people. You know, the great thing about Hyatt web is, I mean, there's, you're at no sort shortage for great social media managers. So we had a great, uh, a great team of volunteers. I'd list the names, but I know I'd, I'd, I'd forget a bunch, but, um, we had some great people like, uh, Andrew Castle helped out. Um, uh, we had, uh, I remember I'm, him being very, I, he came up to me after his shift was over and he came up and he goes, okay, it's done. And I'm like, what's done? Like we're in the middle of the poster session. Like what happened? He said, I'm done with my social media, uh, turn on the account, you know, for the association. I said, were you stressed? And he's like, yeah, of course I was stressed. I'm like, oh, right. I forgot how seriously you take every single social media <laughs> post, Andrew. Like it's that's so- why it's so good. Like it is yeah. so good and like social media is so important, but like I, I've never been like stressed out about a social media post before. Well, and, and the fact that he does it so quickly and mm-hmm. in such a, such a unique way um, that, you know, one thing I was interested in and in seeing all these different social media managers all talking in the high ed web voice, but putting their own uh, unique fingerprint on, on it. So you can definitely mm-hmm. tell if you know the, the people like, oh yeah, that that that's Andrew on there. That, uh, that's, uh, Megan, that that's Melissa, uh, running social. And, um, you know, it was, it, it was an honor to kind of watch and fun to watch it as I kind of release the reins a little bit and to see posts go up that are absolutely beautifully written and well crafted and well done. And I'm just <laughs> thinking, I never in a million years would have written it that way, but that is, that is perfect. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. So I think that's the beauty uh, of working with other folks when it comes to stuff like social, because sometimes when you're running social by yourself, you get stuck in a rut saying the same thing, the same way mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And of course the audience doesn't notice it, but you definitely do. And, uh, then you become super self-conscious and then it takes you 20 minutes to write a post. <laughs> not that I, not that I go through that. It's like a very specific <laughs> Logan. Did you want to talk about it? <laughs> but it happens, doesn't it? I mean, it no, happens. It does. It's a thing. Um, yeah. and, and sometimes it's just because we have a thousand other things going on and we don't have time to be creative. And that's why it's great to have other people. And I'm lucky that at my institution, I have other people to help. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and I, I'm glad, uh, John Stephen, that you had. But why don't you guys uh, tell, you know, one of the things about Hyde Web that everybody 
you know, talks about are the golden nuggets. But before we get to that, each of you presented, right? You all presented on something, whether it was a workshop or a 45 minute presentation or a 15 minute lightning talk. Um, and I totally did not do that on purpose. Um, to have an yes, example, yes, you did, each. Logan. Um, yes, you did. So intentional, yeah. God, you did just, it on purpose. I just thought all the people. Do that you work might, in marketing so. at all? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Well, let's start with the workshop. And Elena had a workshop. Um, let's go from I there, did. and then we'll go to John Stephen with a forty-five minute. We'll talk to Jackie with a fifteen minute. So, um, ten. Elena, ten. It was minute. ten. It was a very ten dynamic minute. ten. Thank you. <laughs> a dynamic ten. I like it. <laughs> Mine was um, a. <laughs> perhaps less dynamic three and a half hours. Um, and I'm sad because I also think the three of us, oh no, y'all saw me, but I didn't get to see John Stephen or Elena. So I'm kind of sad I don't get to. all like ships play. passing in the night. Yeah, we had hallways and such. We did, we did. Um, There's always hallways. Always. Um, yeah, so my session was called From Strategic Plan to Action Plan. And the idea was that you would leave there with an idea of how to write for yourself or your team some sort of document that would guide you and your own work toward accomplishing the goals of your organization. So we went through and I have to, I, even as I talk about this, I'm like, it sounds dry. It does, but I, I love this stuff. And, um, I went through my slides with my husband like the night before I left and he's like, why are you doing this to people? Like, <laughs> like, they, they signed up. They, they want to be there. They, they paid there. money. People they don't want to understand the difference between like inputs and outputs. And like internal and external metrics, I do. Anyway, um, so yeah, we went through we went through goals and objectives and all those good things that you find in a strategic plan. And then we went through the different bits of the logic model and applied those to measurement. Yeah, it sounds terrible, but we had a really great time and we had a good group. It was the very first time ever that at the end somebody said that we should take a group photo. So we did that. That was fun. Fun. Yeah, yeah, and it was funny. I was talking with someone. In my time there, that went by. It's like it feels like twelve days, but like thirty seconds all crammed into one. Um, but at some point while I was there, I was talking to someone about how, when I was in college, I really almost majored in philosophy. I like really loved logic and having structure and filters through which to determine whether or not I was right. Really, I just want to be right. I want other people to be right too, and I want us all to agree that we are right. You so want it's occurred to, be- to be- you want everyone to agree that you're right, and thus they are right. Right. Well, I want us to all be right in the same way. Let's all be right together. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I was just let's all be better. And let's all agree that this is the way we should go. It's really just more efficient that way. But it occurred to me as I was telling somebody this that strategic planning is a lot like logic. Just bear with me. Like, you kind of all agree on what your fundamentals are and, like, what the points of argument are. Like, this is your goal. This is your objective. And as long as you're arguing with those as your basis, you can come out on the other end agreeing on what the right thing to do is. Yeah, I think, the for me, the, the analogy that that always brings to mind is a school of fish, right? Mm-hmm. So all the fish are all swimming in different directions. And they all have <clears> their own <throat> ideas on how they're going. But But what they do is, you know... They all organize themselves and then they all figure out how to move all in the same direction um, using all of their different ideas to push the organization forward. I like it. You you might also want to make a car pun if you are inclined. Oh, Ooh, a car do, pun. It. do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about like knowing where you're going before you get there and it's a road oh, trip. Yeah. 
Well, I'll have to know where like, you're going. Decide how to get there. The journey and the destination are both important. They are. So important. So important. As is the journey. <laughs> that was what I, I guess my challenge for you next year, Elena, would be to teach it all in car metaphor. You know, it just happens by accident. So my favorite slide, there's like, it's real dumb, but I always like make everybody stop and appreciate it with me. It says like, now at the beginning and then the slide animation happens and it says future or whatever and there's this like little dotted line that fills in in between and i'm like but how will you get there and i push the button and this little like car icon like bounces down and lands on the line i'm like that's you you're in the car and you're going and you have your strategic plan to guide you and it's all very exciting oh so i love it oh my gosh i love it you should super sign up for my workshop it's really good (laughs) that's great Retroactively, of course. Well, you can do yeah. it next year if Elena's doing it next I'll year. Pro- I'll probably try. Yeah. Well, how about you, John Stephen? Oh, I did a uh, 45-minute talk on our university's Giphy channel and all of the uh, the gifts that we're making, why we've been doing it, how we've been doing it, how we got our president. We talked our president into making reaction gifts, which is interesting because that's what I was working on during High Ed Web of last year. Mm. Like the like two days before I left, we got our president into the studio and shot a bunch of reaction gifts, and I was so excited about it. Like in between sessions, I was editing gifts on my laptop, um, so uh, it came to fruition during uh, High Ed Web of last year. And I get to present about it and talk about it this year, uh, but not just the presidential gifts, um, ways to utilize and repurpose existing content into gifts. So using B roll. Uh, to make gifts, uh, using uh, making the the gift stickers that you can use on Instagram and, and Snapchat, and now on TikTok. Um, even, even if you're not an animator, just to be able to take some existing uh, assets that your graphic designers are working on for other things, just add a little motion like a squiggle, or make it zoom in and zoom out uh, in order to make easy uh, Snapchat content that really, or not Snapchat, but Giphy content uh, that gets utilized quite a bit our um i believe our our most used gif is up to uh just over eight million views now so um we did that yeah it's been it's been a blast and 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 it's just a, a really good a lot of roi as far as the time spent creating them and and just being able to get get more out of that uh content that you're already creating like for example we've got some really nice graphics that were created for our uh, homecoming that's this week. And we've made gift stickers for each of them. Uh, and uh, it's just a great value add. So uh, really enjoyed it. It was one of the, f- this year at Hyatt Web, we, we were, this is the first year they've live streamed um, any nice. uh, sessions. This is one of the first four that were live streamed. And that was really fun kind of getting, in addition to having a, a, a full room of, of, of people there, we, we also had a, quite a bit of a crowd live streaming it as well so uh glad that some folks that weren't at the conference were able to to catch some of the content yeah we'll have to link to that i forgot how to get there specifically i do know there's a link article that has the links in it but um, I don't the know live stream is still available at 2019.hiadweb.org just click the live stream link on the side of course i'll link to it in the show notes um, but you know, if you're too lazy to look at the show notes, that's where it is. Good to know. Yeah. And, and while uh, technically it's no longer live, it's just archived. If you tweet me with any questions, I will be glad to answer. 
Yes, it would be awkward to type in questions that you will not get answers to. But um, if you're watching it, I think you should probably live tweet it as you're watching it. Yes. Um, there are, I think, four in all that are on the lives that were live streamed. Um, the next layer baking baking accessibility needs um, by Erica Boltz, um, John Stevens, uh, one about Giphy, um, bringing everyone to the table on open source accessible table web editor components, <laughs> presented by uh, Nikki Masario Kaufman. And um, be an MVP of managers, which actually won best of conference um, by Joel Burton. Um, you should go check that out. That's actually on my list of things. I did not. Yeah, see it's Joel's. on my list too. I really wanted to see it too. Because, I did. Uh, it was a really good session. And if you good. watch the recording, you can hear me ask my um, super revealing question about my inability to set boundaries as a manager. Oh. Love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was a big, like, we had to, like, warn guests that, or attendees, rather, that were in the sessions that were being live streamed. Like, warning, your voice, if you ask a question, will be on the live stream. <laughs> like, please be aware. That your boss might see this. <laughs> I felt warned. Anyone I was getting into. <laughs> I felt warned. I'm glad well, to hear it. Well, um, why don't you tell us about your little talk, Jackie? Oh, it was great. Um, so back at the 2018 conference, I said to myself, self, you are going to do a lightning talk next year. So I only put in proposal ideas that would work for a lightning talk. At least I thought they would. And then I was selected and I was like, oh, damn, this is way too much information for a lightning talk. How am I going to do this? Um, but I did it. And I talked about UTM codes and why every single person in the room I have should think about them. Um, and I guess I would be remiss to talk about my trolling the audience moment where I had worn an outfit that matched my Bitmoji that was featured in the presentation. Also, no one got excited about creepy Mark Zuckerberg. I was actually more excited about that moment. Um, but there was a moment where I had Mark Zuckerberg like pop into my presentation. I liked it. Um, thank you very much uh, when it was happening. So, um, but aside from that, I think I had good content as well. <laughs> um, but what was most challenging to me and to anyone that is ever considering tackling this type of presentation style was trying to make this topic that admittedly is much more kind of relevant and probably interesting to the marketers and maybe the social media managers in the room and make it interesting to not only those people, but also like our web developer friends or any other people that were visiting kind of outside from different jobs, um, but also interesting for absolute beginners as well as experts. Um, so kind of getting this like wide and tall like content in 10 minutes um, and making the audience keep up with you on like, okay, guys, we're going to go through this super, super fast. Um and still having it be fun was was really a interesting challenge. And I hope I succeeded. But it sounded like I did. If nothing else, people know that my Bitmoji looks like me. So <laughs> It does very much look like you. Um, I remember... Hey, Jackie. Um, did, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Did you did you buy the pants to match your Bitmoji? Did no, you buy what's, those, so, people, actually... what's so funny. So I will set the record straight. So I was actually trying to spice up my presentation because... I'll be honest, my presentation in terms of like the aesthetic of my slides is generally pretty minimal. And I knew that I was going to be presenting after like 
Um, well, I, I didn't know Mark Ambinder's presentation style, but I knew like Nikki's as well as Andrew Castle's and Ashley Bud's. And so I was like, dang, I need something that is a little more like popping. So I was like, oh, I'll use my Bitmoji to kind of convey like these, these one note kind of moments of like, no, I don't agree with this or like, oh, let's question this. Right. So I grabbed my, I went to my Bitmoji app and my Bitmoji at the time was wearing my Buffalo Bills outfit as it does during the fall. And I was like, oh, this is cute, but it doesn't really fit. Like the Buffalo thing is my thing, but not right now. So I was scrolling through and saw that there was an outfit that was a black shirt with this fun pant and red shoes situation. And I'm like, I own this whole outfit, but actually I don't have a black shirt anymore. So I actually had to buy a black shirt on consignment online, which was very scary. Um, for the sake of this presentation. So no, I did not buy the pants. I actually bought the shirt of all the things. I had the shoes and the pants. I think that's, that is awesome. And I think, yeah. I think that's the thing with lightning talks is um, you do have to sometimes have a little thing that pops. Um, my, when I did my lightning presentation, all my slides had video backgrounds, which um, I just didn't want everyone to stare at me because I feel like I'm really awkward when I walk around and I talk with my hands um, so I wanted people to not look at me and I wanted them to look at my slides. So that's what I did, um, was, uh, was do something like that. Um, and it was fun. Um, it was enjoyable and it's a lot easier to make a 10 minute slide presentation with videos like that than it is to make a 45, um, <laughs> um, as I learned last year. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I missed the lightning talk, uh, that, I, I was going to do one this year. Um, actually, I was going to present both. Um, but sadly, I had to drop out after um, after I found out the date of an important event um, later in the summer. So, yeah. Um, so, Golden Nugget-wise, um, at HideWeb, we talk about Golden Nuggets, which are really the, the things you take home, the things that you remember the most. What do you guys remember the most about this conference um, from a learning standpoint? Not from a, you know, karaoke plane standpoint. <laughs> but we can talk oh, about that, too. That was a lot of fun. I think, well, I wrote a whole thing about this, but my my nugget actually was not, like, work-related, as bad as that sounds, because I was supposed to be learning about work-related things. Um, but my nugget was because I actually um, had a couple conversations with folks who presented for the first time, and it was humbling because a couple of them actually said, like, I saw you present and it it really made me feel like I could do this. And that is incredible because I don't get up, you know, you don't get up to present just to make other people feel like they can present. Um, and so to feel that was incredible. But I then realized that I present so frequently with this group because I know that it's a safe place to fail and try things. And I, I don't feel nervous to present to this group of people because even though I suffer from imposter syndrome, just like the next person, I, I feel safe here. And so that was kind of my nugget was that now it's, even though I've, I've only been part of this association for about six years, that it's my turn to kind of help others feel that safety and like push themselves into new kind of things, whether it be professionally or just being able to get up and present something. So that was my nugget for the year. And I'll say for me, um, it was about, it was, there are kind of multiple mini nuggets that kind of all unified. And I, I think it was primarily about 
the details behind social media. So like Jackie, your post, your, your lightning talk on, on using, uh, UTM codes and, uh, Erica Bolt's talking about accessibility and these mm-hmm. sort of, to, to, to use a term, I know Andrew Castle will appreciate these sort of, uh, backstage crew elements to your social media post mm-hmm. that, you know, aren't really what gets seen. Um, the, stakeholders at your school may not be aware that you're doing them, but they are absolutely vital. And it's what separates a really great professional social media manager from, you know, just an average social media manager uh, that actually takes the time and and, and to give a post a few seconds thought before hitting that send button going, Hey, you know, do I have alt text on this post? Is it, is it well-written? Is the, um, is the language inclusive? Uh, all, all these small details that need, you know, one thing you know, Erica said in her presentation is, is, you know, accessibility is not nice to have. It's, it's a requirement, but it gets left out so often. And, and again, it's one of those sort of backstage things that not a lot of people see. And, um, one thing I'm really thinking about, and, and I've, I've, in my, my last, uh, work evaluation, I asked to be evaluated on this. I said, I want to be evaluated on how well I am making my social media accessible. I want, want you to, mm. to be aware of that and know that. And if, if I'm falling behind, if I forget that, you know, um, alt text on a post, I want you in my office telling me why isn't there alt text on this post? Cause it's that important. And then the same with like UTM codes and, and all these, these little details, you know, sizing your images, right. It's not, uh, super glamorous, but that's what makes, um, that, that, that's what, makes great social media so are those the uh, are those little details so that that was my my big takeaway and it, it's not just okay it's vital to spend time on those things that is so neat and insightful i like that yeah, me i don't know if i've ever had anybody ask to be evaluated on something before i think that's awesome john steven do you feel like your team is on board with these kind of things because i think based on like what i'm hearing and in, in presentations and things like there's always kind of the one person, right? Like the so maybe the social media manager that's like, hey, accessibility is super important and we need to do it. And maybe they're doing it, but the rest of the team like up the chain isn't really thinking about it that way. Do you feel like you're getting that support? And oh, also if you don't want to answer this question, you don't have to answer. <laughs> no, I, I definitely think I'm getting support, especially since that I mean that was one of the reasons why I asked for it to be a part of my evaluation is I said if 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 I don't share that I am doing this people two, three rungs at the ladder will not know about it and not know that it's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that needs to be, be shared. And also I think social media is a, a great sort of way to get your foot in the door for greater accessibility throughout your university's web presence because the buy-in is relatively low, you know, to, to mm-hmm. take the time. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to write decent alt text. I'm going to be sure it goes into to each of these, these posts. I'm going to be sure that I'm, I'm not, and also it's a way to get rid of some flyers on social media. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, and I make sure, you know, I, all of our, our videos are going to be captioned, which is, you know, and the whole thing is accessible media is better media for everybody. So if we have captions in our videos, so many people watch videos with the sound on, whether or not Absolutely. they're hearing impaired or not. So it makes our content better as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
even even I've noticed in writing alt text, it makes me a little bit more observant of what's going on in the photo. And there have been times when I've been writing alt text and going, you know what, maybe I need to use a different photo because there's a detail in here that isn't quite right. Uh, so it, it makes things better as a whole when you're you're aware of it happening. Um, yeah. But also, I, I think having having somebody to, especially in the social media position, to go and kind of be the um, rallying cry for accessibility leads to people to ask about it in other areas. Oh, okay, well, I can add alt text to my Instagram post. Well, what are we doing on our website? Why aren't these images, you know, why, why isn't the, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a faculty member learning about this and I'm, I'm managing our department's website. Well, why am I not adding alt text? Why am I adding alt text on Instagram and not on my website? So right. that's kind of right. my... Uh, well, that's great. My mantra there. Mm. That's a great mantra. And it's something we should all do. I mean, that is accessibility is something I'm definitely working on. And I mean, and even if you don't work in digital media, um, if you are, you know, if you're in the registrar's office or you're in admissions or um, if you're in student life, I mean, these are all things that we should work towards. And if you're a university, you don't think it's doing a great job of it, you should tell somebody. Um, because it's something that we should all be doing and something we should we can all do better. Even the best university at this uh, can always be better. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, that's a great nugget. I love um, that it's making you more thoughtful about the content. That's really, yeah. that's really interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Well, Man, now everyone has a new golden nugget. <laughs> oh, wow. They just keep going. They're like the golden nuggets that never end. <laughs> it's it's a veritable vein of golden nuggets um, that we're panning for. I think, I think for me, I, I spent probably a little bit more time in the team's track than in other tracks. But even in the other sessions I went to, there was this really um, common through line of, and I think you get this every year at High Ed Web, but the value of being like a good human, but how that makes all of the things we do better and more purposeful. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So like it, with Joel's presentation that he won the red stapler for and the, the best in conference for, he was really talking a lot about, um, he actually had a slide up and was talking about the value of love and leadership and how important that is um, and how genuinely connecting with people is a big part of your job as a manager. Mm -hmm. Um I actually I called my boss after the like the sessions were all done and I said, you know, I really appreciate that I still get to come to this conference, even though I haven't been in higher ed in a little while. I still get so much out of it because the things that I find the most meaningful in my work are the things that I find validation in this conference. So um, I think especially for someone like me who I guess is relatively new to leadership and management, I guess I would say. It might, I've been kind of taking on more staff as time has gone on. And I think when you're new at being a manager, there's sometimes pressure, even if it's self-imposed, to feel like you're fitting into the mold of what a manager is supposed to be or what mm -hmm. that's supposed to mean. So, um, you know, managers are always working and managers are, you know, very direct and they're, they're making sure people are being productive or whatever those things are, whatever those corporate images that are dictated by whatever your organizational culture, whatever those things are. Mm -hmm. um, and when you are a person who doesn't necessarily feel like you fit into that, but that you really get the most out of connecting with people on a, a person level and identifying 
what makes them great as a whole person and letting them apply that to what they do. That's where it feels the best. And when you can find yourself in a space where people are consistently telling you that's the right way to do it, it's really, really validating. And you come back feeling like, yes, let's support the people. People are the best part. This isn't a weakness of mine. This is actually a strength, which is huge. That's well, a super good point. That is a really good I'm, point. I'm so excited I'm, to to watch his thing. <laughs> I'm curious how everyone feels about the um, track switch. You mentioned the team's track. This year we rearranged the tracks to more to better reflect like the mission of Hyatt Web. So it was like supporting our teams, supporting our audiences, supporting our communities and a bunch of others that I'll forget. Um, supporting our students. Students, uh, supporting, oh, support from partners. And then I know there was an innovation track. I just can't remember what the cute catchphrase is for it because it was in and that was cute. It was. Um, I found, I don't know how y'all felt, but I feel like it was, it allowed people to bounce between tracks much more than before. Yeah. I think I really, I really appreciated the change. Um, even though I wasn't there, but I could see why. (laughs) And I figured that it was going to be really awesome. And it sounds like it worked out really well. I was only in one room, so that was a thing, but I saw different people all the time. Yeah, and I think it. I I definitely bounced between rooms as much as I could, and uh, I think it got people to get out of their own little niche a little bit. But in in general, and and I always take this with high ed website. I kind of try to take time to get at least to one or two sessions that are outside my my realm of social media. So I'll go to at least one web development uh, session. And I think uh, kind of changing the names up a little bit got little people out out of there. And it's good to do that because it helps you work better with your your team, with your your group and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, understand the struggles that uh, people outside of your daily focus uh, have every day. So um, I I think that's for me, that's really one of the most helpful things. I think I work better with our our web folks because I go to high ed web and I attend sessions that are not specifically social media hey that's something everyone should do it's kind Mm -hmm. of the point of the podcast um (laughs) (laughs) to 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 get people outside of their comfort zones outside of their silos to to understand that we're all in this together we all have similar goals we all we all are working we're all little fish in in the school of 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 you know universe of the institution trying to push things forward you know get the metaphor put the fish in a car get the metaphor put the fish in a car fish (laughs) in a car drive them somewhere (laughs) drive them somewhere drive them to the fish market no 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 no. that was bad edit that out i regret bringing up the car i'm really sorry oh no it's okay. That's why we have the edit thing. That's mm-hmm. why we have the edit thing. Um, Don't you dare. You know. Oh, yeah, you have all... to keep that in. Look. I know. I was going to try and say it over again, but, you know, everyone gets what I'm trying to say. But, mm-hmm. you know, I was trying to end on a really, you know, high note. But, you know, I ruined it. But I'm really glad that you guys came. Um, I'm glad you let me know 
um, and let all of our listeners know how awesome Hyatt Web was. Um, and, you know, you don't have to be a web developer to go to this conference. If you do social media, if you are curious about marketing, it's a great conference to go to. Um, it's a great community, um, a great community of friends, and we're always looking for new ones. So, yeah. Can I plug some stuff? Go for it. After Along those lines of like community and and friendship, John Stephen mentioned he had a bunch of really great volunteers during the conference that helped out with social media. And this year was probably my first year that I could see how powerful and how many volunteers we have. Um, But I learned very quickly that it's a common misconception that only like higher ed marketers and social media people can volunteer and only people that go to the conference can volunteer. And both of those things are very wrong um, because there is a ton of volunteer work that happens around the, I was about to say around the clock, that's wrong. I mean, technically it's right, right? But I meant like all year long. Um, So I will urge people to get involved, even if you're not maybe like on a campus doing social media or if you're on a campus but maybe you do social media or something as part of your gig because I know so many people that do social media and something else. Um, but there's a ton of, of volunteer opportunities and I always try to plug that when I can. And I know John Stephen would appreciate the help especially with social media. Oh, yeah. But there's a ton <laughs> of other things that are going on. Um, yeah. So we're trying to get like regional conferences back up and running. That used to be a thing. Oh, um, we'd be like, thing. yeah. So those are going to kind of come back around. Um, we have a new finance committee, which is exciting. We have like our tech committee. So if you're like IT and you want to help out with all of our website stuff, this is where I struggle to understand sometimes what IT does all the time. I assume they don't just fix printers because they're smarter than that. Um, but there's a ton going on. So there's also there is a website. Membership. There's the membership committee too, and which membership, I'm a part of, and marketing, which you know, I guess John Stephen was on the conference committee, but he also kind of um, is involved in the marketing communications committee too. So those are the those are the two that I'm involved in. Yeah, so we're always oh, I'm slacking. Get it? This Come is... on, fill out the volunteer form. Let me go find it while we talk about this. It Keep is going. at hiadweb.org. Um, slash become... get slash involved. Right. And becoming a member of Hyatt Web is free if you just want a standard membership. But if you want to um, get a little bit more, like um, you know, keynote presentations um, from the conference and stuff like that, um, you can you can join as a professional member. Um, you can join individually or as an institution. So that's available mm-hmm. as well. I, I had to plug some membership stuff, but you know, you have to. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember all the things to plug. There's a ton of things going on though. <laughs> Well, I think that's all the time we have this week. Um, so thanks, everybody, for joining me. Um, Thank you. Show. Thank you for having me. It's always a blast. Love it. Listeners, head see down you. to high. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, see you all in, in Little Rock. We had to plug a Little Rock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my hometown. Come on yeah, down. Yeah, we're going to all. We're, we're all staying at John Stevens. There is no conference hotel. Everyone's staying at John Stevens' house. Oh, it's going to be amazing. That's what I heard. Ran in. It's going to be a blast. Can we do karaoke there too? Yes. With your sleeping child. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's no sleep for him. So oh, that's good. Fine. Oh, that'll be easy then. Oh, Tell no. him to start prepping his song. Get ready to hear a, get ready to hear a lot of Baby Shark. 
Oh, I love it. Okay, before they get stuck in my head, listeners, head down to (laughs) higher-ed.social and get links to the stuff we talked about today. Subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you like the show, please give us um, a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us and it lets us know what you think of the show. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HES Podcast. Send us a tweet. We're looking for guests, so let us know if you want to be on the show. Um, Higher Ed Social uh, was created by Jackie Vitrano, which is, she's right there, and me, Logan Bishop, and is produced by the amazing Emma Haas. It's part of the Connect EDU network, the first podcast network for higher education. We've got some great new shows on on Connect EDU, so go look at them. Um, visit the website connectedu.network and subscribe to some some of those awesome shows no matter where you are on campus. Thanks and have a great week. <laughs>